0: episode 28 for the Down Under Thunder podcast, the podcast where we talk about offensive, neo-Nazi, comedic podcasts, everything from ARP to LOS to MASSP and everything in between. I'm your host, obviously, Jay. Once again, recording from an underground car park, which I'm starting to think about and it's starting to make me a bit fucking sad that I'm sitting in this car park at fucking four o'clock in the morning. but. We do what we gotta do, you know? Unfortunately, this week there's not really a lot fucking going on in the world. There really isn't. St. Paddy's Day was last week. Didn't celebrate it. It Because fucking. Last thing I'm gonna fucking do right now is hang in a pub with a bunch of fucking diseased Irish people. You know? And that's not even including the COVID. That's it. I got nothing this week. You know? Alright, well. I got the shooting in Atlanta. Alright. So if you don't know, if you live under a rock or you just don't care, like I have. Eight people got shot in around Atlanta. Six of the eight of them were Asian. And of course, the media is going along with the narrative that it was a hate crime. That he hated these people because they were Asian. Even though he did say, fucking, I have a sex addiction. You know? I oh, don't know. Maybe I'm tired and I'm off base on this one. But... You walk into a rub-and-tug... And you shoot a bunch of... Massage therapists. And I'm using quotations. Like... Wouldn't there... If you wanted to, to kill a bunch of Asian people... Wouldn't there have been better places to do it? Like... An Asian restaurant? The library? a fucking... I don't know if they have them anymore. What's the place where you go and you fucking pay to use computers? A, ki- a computer kiosk? Like, they could have found a bunch of other places to kill Asians, but he wanted to kill a bunch of lovely, beautiful, amazing, strong Asian women that just want to jerk dudes off for money. Yeah. He went into that massage parlor and he shot the wrong load. I don't know. Listen. Fucking so can... was an American problem. And Joe Rogan said it best years ago. America has a mental health problem disguised as a gun problem. That's why schools get shot up. That's why things like this happen. Because America's got too many too much fucking guns. Yeah. And you know what, bro, you know all oh, right, let's be fair. It the the increase in fucking Asian attacks in the last year has gone up by something like, I think I saw it was a thousand percent. Yeah, no shit. People are stupid. They think every fucking... Fuck, I nearly said something incredibly fucking racist. And everyone, everyone who sees a fucking Asian person, and not just Chinese, Japanese, Thai, Indonesian, they see that and they think it caused this virus because people are fucking dumb, man. But yeah, that's it. He went into a message parlor and he shot the wrong load. I think he I got nothing. I got there's nothing I can say that's not gonna be brought back in ten years and be like, Did you say this? And I'll like, Yeah did. You know, fucking I don't know. I think the narrative they're pushing is silly, but you know people gotta push fucking headlines, people gotta sell papers. Alright, it's gonna be a quick episode today, this week today, this week, whatever the fuck you wanna call it. There's not much going on. So, let's get straight into the fucking Lewis J Gomez award. Uh, notable mentions. Fair use by fucking. Fuck, oh, I'm so cooked. <clears throat> <laughs> now I've got a case to kick. Uh, I'll explain that later. So, it, first notable mention is fair use. Wrestling soup slash Franken Gush with Jeff Jeff Lippman, friend of the show both Frank and Gus, Wrestling Soup and Jeff. If you're a content creator, I highly recommend you go and check it out. And especially if you're a YouTube content creator. Next up, we have Town Premium, Nola Bunny. And I really wish I had taken notes on this because it was a very funny episode and it was actually coherent. Uh, Town Suck Dictionary. Sorry, Town Suck Dick Dictionary. High Society Radio, Stiff as a Board Meeting. And lastly, Butterfingers. Um, fucking, I can't read that. My handwriting's unlegible. Obviously, it's Real last Podcast with Jimmy Martinez and James Matthew. Did I miss one? I feel like I missed one. Oh, I did. There I did. And of course, Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast The Philadelphia Nutcracker. I took notes, but it was just a bunch of crazy fucking bits and pieces. So, <clears throat> it's late, leave me alone <laughs> um, so first up we have no need for apologies no need for apologies, yeah burka bumpers with Matt Richards I gave this four rattlesnakes uh, they talk about getting robbed for weird shit as a kid I think one of them talked about getting their fucking Velcro wallet stolen and they had like a of weird coin in it the only thing I can think of that I was ever robbed for that was even remotely funny or weird was some kind took my wallet chain when I was younger, when I was 15 years old. But he didn't take my wallet. He just took my wallet chain and he didn't beat me with my own wallet chain, which is what he should have done. I don't know. That was the one I can only think of. Like about Game Boy stolen and fucking trading cards, you know, nothing fucking, nothing funny. Oh, bicycles. I had a lot of bicycles stolen as a kid. Uh, Matt Richards talks about doing ballet to get pussy. I'd say being 20-20 if I was a kid these days. I'd be doing dance. Trust me. I, I remember looking back at it when I was 15, 16, going, what a fucking little faggot doing that. But not realizing that that guy got all the puss. And if you were best friends with him, you got all the puss. Um... Funny thing about me is I did do dancing classes when I got older. For pussy. I was with a girlfriend at the time and I did ah uh, fucking what was it? The waltz and fucking the rumba and all that fucking actual fucking dancing shit. I did it for 3 months. I hated it. Um Derek updates us on him on him quitting porn. This flash it's not going well. It's not going well for me never. It's not I think I fucking whacked it like five times yesterday. Instead of writing notes for the show, I would rather whack it. But, hey. Then they talk about nutting in socks. Never nutted in a sock. I like my socks. It seems like a waste of a sock. Same with, like, towels and shit. Just do it in a tissue. Like a normal fucking person. And lastly, they talk about being funny is better than being tough. Which, if that was the case... Fuck, I, I'd be in a lot better situation than I am because I'm not tough. <laughs> I can portray being tough very well. I can play off the fucking crazy man fucking eyes and all that shit. But I'm fucking 5'4 and I'm overweight and I'm fucking unhealthy. I'm going to get my ass kicked very quickly. Now we're rolling. Yeah, now, see? There we go. <coughs> I must say, I was looking at the clock and it was 4 o'clock and I was like, am I going to do this episode right now? Like, do I wake up tomorrow and do I record it? And then I went, what are the chances you sleep in and you don't have time to record it? And considering next week I'm not doing an episode because I have pressing matters, and by pressing I mean sticking my, pressing my cock into a woman I thought I'd just do it. It's going to be horrible. You're probably listening to this going, this is fucking boring. I'm sorry. Also go fuck yourself. And your mother. Um. Next up we have the Real last Podcast. Larry Latin King. With the, uh, Are You Garbage Boys? Okay, I gave three and a half rattlesnakes. It was alright. Real Us Podcast this week, it was... Okay. For a re- it was average for a Real Us Podcast, which is still... Better than most podcasts. They talk about dating your friend's ex. Don't do it, kids. It's not fun. It never works. And it ends horribly for everyone. (laughs) Lewis talks about, I think Lewis got in trouble because he mentioned something personal about his girlfriend on his podcast. Surprisingly, I haven't got in trouble for that yet. But I haven't even delved into the well of shit that I could say. I've got to save some stories. You know, we're going to be at episode 150. I'm going to be sitting there with my dick in my hand going. Yeah, i got nothing else to talk about. And when that day comes, I'll probably just end the podcast. But yeah, Lewis gets in trouble for saying personal things about his girlfriend on podcast. We talked about this last week. If you're going to do it, tell her within the first 30 seconds of you laughing your fucking tits off. Um, Lewis talks about being in the advanced class in high school. And by advanced, I mean mentally challenged. <clears throat> you know... I remember being in yes eight or seven. And what the first day of school, you'd have 50 kids in the class. And you would be given a test. If you did really well, you'd go into the high class. If you did okay, you'd go into the medium class. And if you did really bad, you'd end up in the advanced class. I'm using quotation marks. And fucking, I had a mate whose name was fucking Harley. And he was actually really smart, but he was you know, he was like, had it every, had fucking everything going for him. Fucking jock, good looking Kiwi, fucking, you know, he was a cool dude. He was probably one of the coolest kids I went to high school with, but he was also smart for being, you know, such a sporty dude. And he fucking did horribly on this test. And I remember, I remember sitting, I did all right, but I tried. And I remember asking him afterwards, like, dude, what the fuck? You've got, like, two out of 30. I was like, yeah, no. And I went, what do you mean? He went, well, I'm going to go to the fucking stupid class now, and I'm going to fucking excel at everything I do. Like, it's going to be a piece of cake. And I think that was the point in my life where I went, oh, shit. This whole school thing's a fucking joke. You can just do shit at tests, and then when you have to step up, you step up. Instead of doing what I did for fucking two years, which was struggle because I was in the medium class. And I was low to medium. Like I was pushing myself, but you don't, you really don't use anything you fucking learn in high school. Very minimally. Do I wish I had done better? Yeah. But I wish I had done better the way he did better. Just be in the stupid classes get fucking A's all the time. Oh no, There's a tangent for you. Then Lewis talks about jobs he worked during high school. The motherfucker made bagels. The cunt was going to work 3 o'clock in the morning making bagels. No wonder he was in the advanced class. He's fucking tired, the poor cunt. So, fucking. My list of jobs I had at fucking high school is fucking amazing. <clears throat> so, my first job was I worked in fast food for a month. I didn't like it. Which is funny considering I was a chef for five years after when I became an adult. My next job was I was a after school janitor. Like I cleaned the school I went to. Yeah, you know, That was fun. And by fun I mean not. It was before the invention. It was just when the invention of fucking iPod, iPods and shit was coming out. I didn't have that shit. Walking around with a fucking heavy fucking Walkman and shit. That was alright. My next job, I was year 11. This is where it gets fun. I was a drug dealer. I sold weed to my friends. And from the eight, from year 11 to year 12, I didn't work a single fucking day. No, I lied. From year 11, I didn't work. Year 12, I got an extra job. But the entire year of year 11, I survived by selling my friends fucking wet weed. <laughs> Until I got caught. <laughs> and I got kicked out the house. <laughs> Oh, those were the times, man. I was fucking balling out. I was buying myself basketball jerseys and fucking alarm clocks. (laughs) Like, you know the alarm clock where you stick your phone in the top and it plays fucking music? I had one of those. I was balling out. It was fucking great.
1: And then in year 12,
0: I worked a graveyard graveyard shift job at a petrol station. I hated it. Now, you have to remember, I grew up in a small fucking indigenous town in the top of fucking Queensland. Like, it's it's not fun for the obvious reasons. And then one day, the boss moved me to cleaning and he gave me shit because fucking the windows had specs on him. And I pretty much told him to shove his job up his ass. And it didn't work until I moved to Melbourne. But yeah, that was a drug dealer. It was fun. I enjoyed it um then lewis talks about childhood hustles i remember fucking like lewis's was a fucking lemonade stand like nothing interesting mine was fucking ballsy and i don't mean talking about selling drugs i mean i remember being seven or eight and thinking i was a good artist and drawing a bunch of pictures and taking them to school and trying to sell them for like two dollars each i didn't sell any (laughs) That was my fucking hustle. I tried that. And they were shit pictures. I was a fucking seven-year-old. And I was never that artistic. And they talk about painful child games. They called it fucking... What they call it? Fucking... Smear the Queer? I had never... I'm assuming that's... In Australia, we call that bull rush. So, you know, you give the ball to someone and your job is to fucking smash them into the ground.
1: And they talk about the origin,
0: like, how do these games get passed along? And I'll tell you, and they didn't answer it, but I will tell you. So what happens is you have an older brother, and he tells you these games, and then you pass it on to them kids, and then those kids become older brothers, and they pass it on to their little brothers, and so on and so forth. Or they play it with their cousins, and then they take it to school. Yeah. They talk about fear of heights and flying. Because I'm terrified of fucking heights. Fucking... When I'm like not as, it's not probably my top fear, but it's probably top ten. Flying though, when I'm sitting in that plane, I'm about to hop, fucking the plane's about to take off. Oh, I'm shit myself. Once I'm in the air, I'm fine. And then when that plane's about to fucking land, oh, I'm shit myself. I don't like flying because most accidents happen when you fucking go up and you come down. It's not in the middle of the air unless you hit a fucking pigeon. Also another thing. Well, I'm on a bit of a roll. Did you know that when they sit there on the airplane and they say, hey, you know, put your head between your knees, you know, and brace for impact? They do that so when you crash, you snap your fucking neck and you die instantly. It's not there to fucking help you. It's there to kill you instantly to save you the pain of burning alive. That's the reason I'm scared of flying. And the last type of subject they touch on is um, a heat player, um, and I can't remember, Miles Leonard... On one of his Twitch streams. Call. Fucking. Got killed. And he called someone a kike bitch. He got fined $50,000. think he got suspended for 8 games. Well listen, you're playing Call of Duty Online. Fucking. You're fucked. The whole reason I'm doing this episode so late. Is because I just spent 4 hours trying to. Fucking gaming. And by the end of it. I lost my fucking cool. And I called someone a whole bunch of fucking names. That's why I get so many PlayStation bands. And Facebook bands and Instagram bands, and Twitter bands, and, so, yeah, I'm probably someone that's not, shouldn't be allowed to interact with people online, <laughs> but, <coughs> I'm fucked, uh, next up you have, uh, fucking YKWD, with Dan Soda, called Big J Culterson. I gave this free and one-fourth s- rattlesnakes, rattlesnake, rattlesnake, this is not image infringement, Kelly talks about the worst bomb he saw on the virus tour. I've been, I think it's the third week in a row I've mentioned the fucking virus tour. Like, I love those tapes. I love, like, you find that shit online. It's fucking amazing. I can't remember what we said. But I just like mentioning the virus tour when it was ONA. It's fucking dope. Um, Dan talks about the difference between Sirius XM during the Howard and the ONA era. Versus how it is now. No surprise. It's a lot more sanitized. Then they talk cults because they were talking about a cult docker. Can't remember the name of... I didn't pay a lot of attention to this one, okay? I listened to this over two fucking four days. And then they talk about who in the podcasting world would be the best cult leader. They obviously come up with Big J. Yeah. I'm going to sidestep that. I'm going to say it's Shane Gillis. Like, I'd say Lewis, but Lewis is too combustible. Now, Ralph Sutton, maybe... Kumia, but it would more be it'd be a militarised, Nazi-like cult. But yeah, Shane Gillis it'd be like, it would be the guy to go with. And then Dan describes the end of the bonfire with Comic Central when they took that two-month break and it's New Beginnings for Faction Talk and Series XM. Um, it was a good episode. It probably just talked, it talked about the cult for like 45 minutes and I, I lost interest pretty quickly. That's why I had to listen to it over fucking four days. Alright. And then we get to guys Weekend of Bernadette's with Chris from Brooklyn, or as they named it in the title, Chris Fagger, because that's his name. His name is Fagger. And Karen Margolis, which you may know better as Louis J. Gomez's girlfriend. I have this for Rattlesnakes. It's a very funny episode. <clears throat> Karen talks about pegging a guy. Listen. I, if if you're a, you're a lady, and I know there's not many ladies who listen to this podcast, but if you're a lady that's into that, more power to you. I'm not. It doesn't thing I don't nothing interest. I don't want my ass played with during sex. Makes me uncomfortable. But I don't know. I haven't really done it. Tried that with a woman. and
1: then talk about the Amazon position,
0: which I neglected to look up before I recorded this. Shit. Anyone? I'll be trying that next week. Um, then they talk about women wishing they had dicks. I didn't see why they would like that. I have a dick, but like, I can't talk from experience. But I can imagine a woman with a dick would be like, oh, this is cool. I can fucking piss standing up. and I don't have any fucking problems. Men probably wish they had vaginas too. Or, you know, the ability to fuck themselves with their own dick in their own vagina. But, I digress. They talk about abortions. I've been fortunate enough not to have to go to one of those places. I've had to pick up the morning after pill, obviously, because sometimes, you know, the condom just slips off magically. But I do remember someone very close to me having to take his girlfriend to the abortion clinic. And him rocking up and having a bunch of people out the front with flyers saying abortion was murder. Let's just say that it didn't end very well for the people handing out those flyers. And if you're one of those people who does that, go fuck yourself, please. Just fucking kill yourself. Talk about period sex, I've had a lot of period sex in my life. Every one of my girlfriends I've had period sex with. I don't mind it. Like, it's not the horrible thing. Like, the metallic taste ain't great. <laughs> no, fuck that. I did that once. I, d- I went down on a girl once on a period. Never again. It was coming up and looking like you were a fucking vampire or something. out had a fucking blade. And it's like, you smell, you, you taste pennies. It's like tasting a fucking nickel or whatever. Fucking, I'm not an American. What would you call them? Like a 10 cent piece. It ain't fun. But fucking, it, no problem. You have a shower, no problem. Um, Karen talks about cigarette and alcohol aroma attracting women Where are these women you speak of? I smoked for years, women hated it I don't know, maybe I'm not dating the right kind of whores And then you talk not being able to fuck Because you're too invested in a TV show Yeah, fuck that I don't give a fuck, I'll go back and I'll watch it later I'm here to get down no, because you multitask. That's what doggy position's for. Sharing's caring. You watch, you fuck doggy style and you watch TV. Or you get a blowjob and you watch TV. That's what there's positions for. Then they talk about fucking the music. I haven't done that in fucking years. But, you know, the right kind of music, it works. But you've also got to have the right kind of music for your significant other. Like, I like fucking a death metal, but there's not many chicks I've found that have, usually it's that. <laughs> it's fucking R. Kelly music, and then I whip my dick out and I piss on them. <laughs> it's that slow shit, you know? And then they talk about the music they like, which is the most generic fucking thing in the world. Like, you ever been on Tinder or one of these online groups, and they're like, oh, what music do you like? And I roll my eyes and I go, oh, God. And then you ask them that, and it's like, oh, I like all music besides country or opera. Listen, I'll listen to any, I'll listen to anything once. Just like I'll try anything once sexually. But if you are asking me to name a brand or like a genre, it would be rap. You know, Eminem, Tupac, Biggie, Vinnie Paz. In the earlier episodes, you could hear the type of music I liked because I would put it at the start of the song before I realized there was such thing as DMCA. Um, metal, Metallica, System of a Down, like, alternative metal. And fucking folk. I do like my folk music. Just a guitar and some bloke singing about how, you know, his woman left him. Not country, just folk. Like, the music you used to hear on fucking Sons of Anarchy, that kind of stuff. That's probably not free drummers, but I'll listen to everything once. Uh, Karen talks her relationship with baby James. It was cute. It was just, it was a nice moment. And you can say what you want about Lewis. He's a piece of shit. You know, he's a Nazi. He's a racist. He's a rapist. He's a sexist. He's a misogynistic piece of shit. But goddamn, he's a good father. He's the kind of father that I wish I had. And I think that's because he didn't have a father. And men who don't grow up without fathers, sometimes. In the right situation. Can be very good dads. Given they have the right mindset. Like my mindset would be. That. It's the Will Smith project. It's the Will Smith mindset. It's like. You know. I'm going to have a bunch of. I'm going to have a bunch of kids. And you know. All that kind of, I can't remember that fucking card. I have to look it up later. But you know. Like. Be everything that they weren't for you. Is what I'm trying to say. Some men are smarter. Some men just repeat the cycle. But some men, they want to be better. And more power to Lewis, considering where that man came from in his life. He should be a serial killer. Or a crackhead. And he rose above it. It's the whole reason the award's called the Lewis Jago most good. Because I do admire the book. Greatly. You know not would be fucking weird? Considering it's like 4.30 in the morning, if I'm in this car park and some cunt's about to go to work and they're going to see some cunt talking to himself in the car with the light on, they're like, what the fuck? I'll tell you what, if someone walks past and looks at me, I'm going to make it look like I'm getting fucking head Because <laughs> that's going to be funny. Um, and lastly, yeah, that was pretty much it. They talk about pity fucks, but I'd, I've never gotten a pity fuck, to my knowledge. Because no one wants to fuck you for a pity fuck. It's sad. And I'm sad enough. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we have Silly Putty Heads, Legion of Skanks, Dan Stan... I put Doug Stanhope. Yeah, Doug Stanhope. Not Dan Stanhope. Um, there's audio issues through the whole thing on iTunes on this, or Spotify. It's, it's rough. Which is why it gets free rattlesnakes. It's rough to listen to. But it's a good episode all around. They talk about um a black fan got shot and killed by cops. They now only have two fans left of African-American descent. They killed 33% of their fucking black fan audience. It's fucking sad. Uh, Lewis talked about wishing that he killed his mother mostly out of rage. This is what I wrote. Lewis wished he killed his mother mostly out of his own rage and to save her a slow death. I stand by what I said 30 seconds ago about him being a good dad. Like, you can understand that. Like, his mum fucking treated him like shit, and then she died a slow death. Why wouldn't you want to just go in there with a pillow and put it over her face and... Spare her the suffering. Um, breaking news. There was breaking news on this podcast. They find out Milo isn't gay anymore. I'm not going to try and pronounce his last name. This comes up later. We're going to talk about this later. Um... Doug Stanhope have asked, what's worse, trolls or influencers? It's influencers. Influencers shit, me, Like your Jake Pauls and your Logan Pauls and all these cunts online. It's just... It's a, t- it's a new type of celebrity that just... It's fucked. I don't know. I don't like it. Like, Kim Kardashian would be the first influencer. You know, she came from nothing. What's she famous for? Porn tape. And, you know, off that she got everything. Trolls. Trolls are just fucking dicks. And most of them aren't even that original. You can work around, you can fucking get through it. Just call them a retard or a faggot and they crack it. And then Doug talked about comedy breaking up into subsections. And genres, which going forward I think is the best thing for comedy to happen. You know, you can have your, you know, your PG stand up and your um, improv, and you know, your comedians comedians like Carrot Top, and you know, who use props, and then you can have your Lewis's, your Big J's, and stuff. You can have your inspiring comics like Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan. You can have these different genres, so we can all like what we want to like, and no one gets upset. As I turn the page. And now we get into the bonfire section of the show. Which is fine. Context. So before this, I finished the episode of Skanks, Skanks. I got for a. Nearly got for a whole episode of Skanks, Skanks. And on that, the guest is Lewis. And we're going to talk about this later. But Lewis says if you did a fucking fan cast. On bonfire, you should probably kill yourself. Jesus. (laughs) I heard that and I went, ooh, thanks. But he's joking. He's being funny. I hope. Bonfire 838. It's three and a quarter rattlesnakes. Um, They talk, uh, obviously, we talked about it last week, but Rip Crackle Lee Crackle, the YouTube channel that was posting all their videos. And Dan Soda absolutely rips into fucking bonfire digital who are posting their full episodes with about ads every 15 seconds. Unfortunately, it's the only way I have a way to listen to these shows because I'm outside of America. So fuck him, but thank you. Let's talk about more plot holes with Rocky Four. I think last week I mentioned it was Rocky III. But Rocky Four was the one with Drago. With Apollo's death and all that kind of stuff. And Jay's right. They should start a podcast where they just talk about all the fucking plot holes in Rocky. Um, and then a female black country star will be hosting the Country Music Awards. That's not gonna rub anyone the wrong way. I I heard a bit of her music. It's all right. Like, I don't know. Kind of like I said, country's not really my thing. I don't mind it, but you know. So yeah, <clears throat> it's a short episode. We're gonna be talking about Bonfire for the next twenty minutes anyway. Um, then we have Bonfire eight three eight or oh, eight three nine, which is a three and a half rattlesnakes. I feel like that guy who fucking calls darts. A hundred and eighty ninety I'm gay. There's a connection issues with Dan and Jay and the Rex of the production team. Not audio issues, just connection issues. Jay and Dan commentate over the madness. It is, it's funny. It is what it is. And I'm loving the context time they're doing at the moment. Because I'm a new camper. I'm new to all this. I've heard bits and pieces, but I'm new to the whole scheme of it. So what they do is they will fill you in on inside jokes and little things that have happened in the past. Which is helpful for me, because then, you know, I don't know these things. I don't know a lot about the production teams, like your Jacobs and your Christines and... Black Lou, and, and, you know, all these kind of things. So, it's 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 helpful to me. So, I appreciate that. Then, they talk about an ex-baseball star's fucking DUI. I think his name's Johnny Damon. Not that hectic of a DUI, I must say. But... No, I had this conversation with work. I was talking to someone about work, about this. Like, why do people drink drive? And he explained to me, it's like, well, usually you're drunk, and it's just, like, it's just around the corner. And I went, oh, Like, I'm 28 years old. I've only had my license for two years. And I've never drunk, drunk and drive. I've never done drugs and drive. I can barely drive as it is. The idea of drinking and driving, I'm going to kill someone. I'm going to kill myself. I don't know. I don't know why people do it. People probably, 10 years from now, I'll probably sit there and go, I can fucking drive. What do you mean? Um, and then Sam Talent go, uh, joins the show to promote his book, Running the Light. It's called Running the Light? Yeah, they talked about this on Skanks a bit, but from the sounds of it, it sounds like a very good book and something I might end up reading, but once I learn how to read. Uh, Sam talks about doing mushrooms with Gillis and Doug Stanhope. Fuck, what, a, what I wouldn't kill to be a fly on the wall of that fucking situation. And he talks about his book, which is essentially, to paraphrase, it's inside the mind of a comedian. Like. You know. What they go through and all that kind of stuff. You know. And comedy being what he describes as a self-destructive business. Like you gotta understand. Like I could never do it. I struggled to do a podcast once a week. But like, I could never do it. I could never stand in a stage in front of a fucking hundred people. Or 50 people and tell jokes. Or try and be funny. I try and do it here. And I'm in a fucking car by myself. And I'm average at best. No, but it sounds like a very good book and something that you should definitely check out. out. Um, and then they, uh, it talks about what's more bleak. The end of a rocket roller's career? A rock star's career? Or a comedian's? Probably comedians because they end up killing themselves i.e. Robin Williams. Well, you know, they end up getting a fucking 9-to-5 job and they just drink themselves to death. Rock and Rollers get a VH1 show out of it. Or they get to end up on Dr. Phil. Oh! Slow News Week, what am I talking about? Last night, fucking... Oh, what's her name? Oh, I don't have my fucking Google to look it up. Oh, that chick that was on there, the Catch Me Outside girl. She made a video and pretty much said that the camp they sent her to to fucking straighten her out fucking abused her. Like, made her stay up for nights and nights on end to fucking, you know, with no sleep to teach her discipline. Her fucking hair was hella frizzy in that video. But, yeah, fucking that bitch, that 17-year-old bitch is out there trying to make a fucking difference, and he's coming after Dr. Phil. The irony, the the poetic irony that the guy who made you famous and you're going to be the one to take you it down. It's fucking amazing. Like, you know, they were also talking, like, people in this, like, the camp they went through for wayward children, like, they got raped. And they got fucking abused. Like, she goes into full detail about it. She said something along the lines of, like, "You, oh, Dr. Phil, you've got a month to apologize and come out and, you know, condemn this shit or I'm going to come out and I'm going to say some pretty fucking heinous shit. And I went, ooh. Ooh. That's a bit interesting. There you go. It's not that slow of a news day, I guess. And then lastly, from their podcasting channel, everyone poops. This is obviously the bonfire. It was four rattlesnakes. It was fucking funny. It's only 30 minutes. It was funny. Like, I often toss up and sit there and go, should I review the whole show or should I review the parts they put on their podcasting channel? I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure that out. Anyway. So Wendy Williams on air on her TV show. Fucking farts and burps at the same time. This is funny. I'm just a child of that. Farts and... Farting and... Fucking farting's funny. And then the guys go into, you know, the questions you ask when this happens. Of each other. You know, have you ever burped or farted in a place you shouldn't? Yeah, everyone has. School. I remember being year four and fighting and blaming it on the girl next to me. Teacher didn't believe me. And then the bitch fucking kept me back for ten minutes. And then as she walked out the door, as I was about to leave, she farted. And I had to walk through a fucking stink. Fucking cunt. Where else? Birthdays. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. But have I got one? And it talks about shitting in public. Like shitting yourself in public. I got sharted, but I haven't like dropped a log in my pants. I'm pretty good with that stuff. There's been a few close calls. But I've never shit myself in public to my knowledge. But I do. I've got a fucking doozy for the next one. They talk about drunk puking. So here's the thing. When I was a chef, I was working in the city. And I hated it. It was an hour home, an hour there. And I fucking despised it. And I wasn't fitting in. I was there for three months. That's all I could hack Because I wasn't wasn't happy. But one night I got invited to a house party, And I'm like, yeah, sure, this will be fun. But no one there really liked me. And I didn't really like being there. So I just got fucking smashed. I got hammered. And I also didn't know the people's house that I was at. So... (laughs) I get drunk and I'm fine. I'm smashing it. I'm fucking eight, nine shots in. And then it hits me. And boy, this hit me hard because I start fucking wobbling back and forth. And I'm like, whoa. And one of the chefs like, you're okay. It's okay. Because I think you could tell that I was drinking because I wasn't happy with my life at that time. So anyway, they put me in one of the guest rooms on a waterbed. Fir- one of the first times I remember sleeping on a waterbed. Still in my jeans, still in my shirt. I lay down. I vomit. I vomit all over. I vomit fucking laying on my back all over my shirt. I vomit on the side. I vomit on the other side of the waterbed. I'm covered in puke. I pass out. I wake up next morning, six o'clock in the morning in fucking Richmond. My phone's cracked because I've slept on it in jeans. I think I had my keys in the pocket, so I'm my leg. I've made a fucking death sandwich of leg. Phone, keys. And I've cracked my screen. It's fucking dead. And my phone's dead anyway. And I pissed myself. I was that intoxicated. I pissed myself because I was on a waterbed. And sometimes you lay in a waterbed, you piss yourself. So I wake up, I'm covered in vomit and piss. And I've got no phone. So I'm like, fuck, I've got to get the fuck out of here <laughs> quickly. And um, fucking, yeah. That was the best. That that was probably my favorite story of pissing public because I never heard back from those people. Thank God I didn't. Um, and then they talk about shitting and pissing in places you're not supposed to, like the sink. Everyone's done. I piss in the sink. I like I piss in fucking. If you've got an if you've got a garden, I'm pissing in it. If there's a alleyway, I'm pissing in it. Like I oh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Shitting in places though, I I don't think so. I think one time I remember being at a party and I had to shit, but the bathroom was fucking broken or it was full of chicks or something. And I remember stealing a roll of toilet paper, going into their garden and just taking the fucking biggest shit imaginable. And then I think I blamed it on their dog. Which didn't explain the fucking toilet paper that I left out there was like, would the dog do that? And I went, must have. Oh. So yeah, there you go. <clears throat> and then quickly we get to fucking American Sweethearts Loud Boys. Free and Free Force Rattlesnakes. This show is just, it, the podcast is just nonsense. I don't know what to tell is real and fake with these guys. I don't know. So it's a whole bunch of shit. They talk about um girls wearing your t-shirts. I love that shit. There's nothing hotter than watching your girl wear your t-shirt. It's like looking at a fucking, a country you conquered with a fucking, you're flagging it. It's fucking hot. Uh, we get more into Dalton's drinking, drinking things that other than alcohol to get you drunk. I've never done that. I'm not a fucking degenerate, that much of a degenerate. AA meetings, never done that. Dalton's got a really fucking big problem. He's also scared of bees, which I am also scared of bees. Then they talk about what's the origin of words like cancel culture, dragging, cringe. It's teen girls. Like teen girls came up with this shit. Black teen girls came up with this, and it's just been integrated into our culture. Black teen girls say it, then white teen girls say it, and then their forty-year-old mom trying to be cool says it, and then there you go. It's all in the fucking society. No one wants to date. They talk, No one wants to date an Indian guy. Well, uh, thank you. I'll come again. A ding a ding a ding a ding 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 a ding Why do you not like my red rice? Why do you not like my curry? Because you fucking stink. And I mean that as in they stink, as in smell. But they also stink in general. They talk about the Patrice stock and one of the things I didn't mention a couple weeks ago when I talked about it was the irony of sanitizing a docker about a comedian who would not sanitize himself. The irony. Just the fucking irony. And it's Comedy Central. I'm like what do you expect from? And probably one of the best things I've ever mentioned on the podcast was fucking Imagine podcasting from heaven. And it gave me an interesting idea. If you could choose free podcast guests or co hosts from heaven, but what if you also could choose free podcasting guests from hell? So I came down with from heaven would be Patrice, Robin Williams, probably, and I'm pretty sure Richard Pryor's dead too. I'm assuming Richard Pryor's dead. For hell, I came up with fucking Chris Benoit, Hitler. Now, I really couldn't come up with a second one. But um we'll go with Charles with Charles Manson. Because who the fuck would want to interview that crazy motherfucker? What a fucking lineup. But if you're listening to this, hop on Twitter and send me fucking the free people you'd want to fucking have a podcast with from heaven and from hell. All right. Next up, we have Skeptic Tank. Stay in your lane with Nate Bagazzi. Bagazzi, bagazzi, Fugazi, It's four and a half rattlesnakes. Right? It was a very insightful podcast. Ari has become what Joe Rogan used to be to me. It's just a shame he only does a podcast every two weeks. <clears throat> um, Nathan mentioned something that I've never really thought about, and that is what a time we live in. You know, coming out gay, coming out as gay or bi or trans or pans, pots and pans. You know, fifth. You know, this, these, these. You know, in the current time you celebrated. No one really cares. A hundred years ago, you would have been beaten to death with a stick. You would have been stoned to death. Like, what an amazing shift in culture. But yet, it's not enough. It's never enough. So this whole podcast is about celebrities, you know. And the main thing they say is, money will make you lose focus on things that matter. That's true. Yeah. You know? The more money you have, Biggie you said it best: more money, more problems. The More money you have, the less people like you and I seem significant. You know, they're too worried about their fifth mortgage, or you know, are they going to buy the Audi or the Lamborghini? You know, and those people, those people's problems. Are other people's solutions in third countries? Even fucking you and I's problems are people's solutions in other countries. What's your biggest? Think about it. What's your biggest problem you got in your life? Your girlfriend upsets you. You know. You're not sure how you're going to find money. The worst case scenario: you don't have. You're not sure how you're going to find money to fucking fuel up your car. Maybe. You know, work's a pain in the ass. Your parents give you shit. Not any in third world country, they're worried about their kids dying every day. They're worried about whether they're going to find fresh water. Our problems, in the grand scheme of things, are really insignificant. You know? And we're extremely lucky, you know? And I'm sure you'll, you, if you're listening to this, means you have an iPhone, or you have some sort of technology, you're better off than 60% of the world, if not more, 80%, you know? And we're all sitting here and we're idolizing all these celebrities. You know, what's Kim Kardashian doing? What's Britney Spears doing? What's Hannah Montana doing? But here's the thing. Celebrities, all forms of celebrities, A, B, C, D, influencers, YouTube celebrities, they all think we're stupid. They all think you and I are dumb asses. And they all think they're better than us. And yet we idolize them. We care about what they think care about what they put. They think politically, they don't give a fuck about us, man, the only person who cares about you is yourself and your small inner circle, so if you're waking up and you're sitting there going, oh, fuck, what did Kim Kardashian do tomorrow, and listen, I'm a hypocrite, listen, like, I, all these podcasts, you don't think I, if fucking Big J sent me a fucking tweet or fucking DM'd me and went, you're a piece of shit, I wouldn't be fucking hurt, of course I'd be hurt. You know, if Lewis sat there and called me a faggot, I'd probably laugh and probably be a little bit hurt. But these guys entertain me. But I don't fucking wake up every morning and go, oh, fuck, what did Lewis do last night? I just listen to their podcast and I'm like, fuck, i would never thought about it that way. Or shit, that's a really insightful thought. I learn from them. You know, I don't fucking idolize them, per se, maybe a little bit, but like I said to you a couple of weeks ago, the human condition is to be a hypocrite, um, you know, once again, people that have money think they're smarter than you, celebrities think you're dumb, most of the people that you look at fucking on social media think you're a retarded, it's just the way it is, it's just the way it is, Things will never be the same. That was probably the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, you know, And the last thing they touch on, I think. Unless there's something on the other page. No, we're nearly at the end. No, what's that? Oh, there's a little bit on that side. You know, whatever happened in this world to wanting to have people around you that had different views to you? All time, every time I hop online in one of the Facebook group or on Twitter, it's like if you think this, you should block me or you should unfollow me. It's like, I want to hear people's different opinions. Like, I want to hear people tell me something different to what I think. I think Nathan Bagatz's version was that he's, he's very heavily Christian. And Patrice, hanging around with Patricia O'Neill when he was younger, Patrice loved it because he didn't believe in dinosaurs. Like, Nate didn't believe in dinosaurs. And Patrice was like, that's fucking funny. I'd love to talk to that guy. I want to talk to people who have different opinions to me. I want to hear from the QAnons and the flat earthers and the fucking heavy Christian retards, because there's a good chance that by listening to these people, either I'm going to learn I'm going to learn something regardless. But there's a good chance I'm going to learn something that strengthens what I think about my views. It's going to make me believe more in what I think. And I might learn something about that. Maybe, maybe maybe there is a little bit of justification to what they're saying. Maybe there is evidence. It's also 90% of crap shit, but I'll listen to it. And lastly, probably my favorite line from this whole podcast was from, I think it was Ari. He said, anyone calling out privilege has it. It's true. If you're a white person online calling out privilege, you're, you have privilege. Celebrities calling out injustice. They've never faced fucking just, injustice in their life. They so don't know what it's like to be fucking profiled. And I have a little bit of an idea because of the way I look and the way I dress. But I'm privileged. People in my life are privileged. I know what it's like. I don't know what it's like to be an African-American walking that street and kick fucking the 40-year-old mum across the road because she doesn't want to fucking look at me. I'm also not an intimidating person. If you have privilege, if you're speaking out against privilege, and you're white, and you're wealthy, there's a good chance that you have it. That's why I don't come on here and speak about privilege. All right, we're running out of tape, so let's uh let's. I don't know, maybe we'll get through this in an hour. I doubt we'll get through this in an hour. So how about we take a quick break and we hear a word from our imaginary non-existent sponsors. And we're back. Thank you to those imaginary sponsors, probably dick pills and shaving appliances. All right. Let's finish this up because I really want to go to sleep. <clears throat> and just to put it in stone there is no episode next week I'm planning on getting my dick sucked on the weekend so maybe in a couple of weeks there'll be some new newer stories and stuff but anyway I digress uh, are you garbage with Robert Kelly three and one four three and one third star rattlesnake fuck Uh, fuck I hate that I just naturally just said I say stars Robert Kelly talks about going on roost as a kid. I did that. Kids don't these days don't do that. I did that all the fucking time. I oh, don't know. Robert Kelly carries around a knife. He said to protect himself, but I'm assuming because he likes to walk around stores and try different cakes and different foods, he's just walking around with a knife cutting off a piece of fucking chorizo, a bit of fucking salami. Eating in your car, well, I don't eat in my car, and I definitely don't eat while I'm driving in my car, but I will record a fucking podcast in it. I don't know, I can't, like I said, I can't focus, I, when I'm driving, I'm fucking laser focused on driving, because I don't want to fucking be a cripple. Um, the big thing that came out of this, and I hope the person I hope who's listening to this podcast listens to this part, I talk about keeping butter in the fridge or on the counter. You keep butter in the counter, on the counter, okay? Butter does not belong in the fridge unless it's your second butter for when your other butter on the counter runs out. Butter is meant to be kept on the counter. Only keep butter in the fridge if it's your second butter. There's nothing worse than making a sandwich and having frozen butter. And then you've got to scoop out a spoon of it and then put it in the microwave for five seconds to soften it so you can put it on your toast. Butter goes on the counter. And then lastly they talk about their ideal birthday cake. Mine was always a mud cake, a chocolate mud cake, or a brownie cake. No walnuts, I hate fucking nuts in my brownie. There's no nuts in beyond in my mouth. Alright. <clears throat> and then we get to Clam Bandit Legion of Skanks with Milo. I'm gonna try this. Yenopolis? Close enough. Three and three-fourths Rattlesnake. Milo practically admits it's a bit within the first 15 minutes of the podcast. It's a bit. It's to throw off the fucking left. Because now they don't know how to act. They don't know what to do. But he does... But well, we're going to pretend that he didn't say that. We're going to pretend that in the magical world, this isn't a bit. So Milo says that his ideal woman would be a Latino woman. A short five feet latino woman which he also says is the opposite of his taste in men hates latino men hates black women but loves black men very very strange contrast and then they play the game can tell the difference between good and bad pussy he does pretty well but he's a gay man i'm sure he's seen a lot of pussy and you can also tell he's a little bit—he's—he's—he got a bit of an upset stomach listening to it, like looking at some fucking manky pussies. To me, there's no such thing as good pussy and bad pussy. Pussy it's just pussy. Um, Milo during the podcast sounds and says gay things, even though he's trying really hard not to. Which I just—I just—I just thought that was funny listening to it. Let's talk about drag queen bedtime stories. If you don't know what that is. Drag queens go to. Primary schools. And they read. Stories. Here's the thing. If my kid went to a fucking primary school. And that happened. My kid's not going to attend. Not because I'm against fucking drag queens. I love drag queens. I love cross-dressers. I love fucking transvestites or transgender people and I love them, but I love them. The kid's definitely not going to fucking love them. It's weird. And you know what? The guy who fucking organizes this shit, one of the guys, dude was found with fucking 55 hours of fucking child porn on his fucking computer and a bunch of fucking photos. Fuck that. You want to do that? It's an extracurricular thing that kids can choose to go to and their parents can choose to give, send them to. Now, if that makes me a transphobe, well, you can go and fuck your mother. Um, then I see a video of a live streamer getting attacked by um, a gang of African-American youths. Illusionist yeah. Gang says it, well, we've all been thinking for years. Fighting fair in the street is overrated. I used to think that when I was 18, tw- 19, 20. I'm 27 now. If I get into a fight in the street, I'm kicking nuts. I'm fucking I'm I'm doing whatever the fuck it takes to survive. Because once again, I'm not a tough guy. I will fucking put my finger in your eyeball. Once again, Milo, even though he's a, he's a gay man, or pretending to be, to be a straight man, is so alpha that he proceeds to light up a cigarette, even though you're not, he, he knows you're not allowed to light up a cigarette in the studio. <laughs> for the second time, because he did this on the last appearance he was on, he just don't give a fuck. The fucking madman. And then Milo talks about you know while watching this live stream to get his ass kicked, which is a very funny video. Like the second half of this podcast is a lot funnier than the first half. When they get into the video, it picks up. Like the first half is like a three and a half. Second half is like a four and a half. It's a lot. It picks up. And Milo says, you know something very true modern men the millennial generation are less inclined to stand up for themselves and stand up for their own honor or their girlfriend's honor then my generation or the generations after me you know the, the millennial generation is more interested in anime and porn and fucking hentai and wafu pillows and shit you know and it's it's hard without giving context of the video, but essentially this guy gets his fucking battery pack stolen. And, you know, he's like, give me back my battery pack, please. And then the other guys are like, give me 20 bucks. Like, first off, you should take something of mine. That's, I feel like I have, I'm within legal right to beat the fuck out of you. Or at least to attempt to. Just punch in the nuts for fucking 10 times until you cry. Then he gets his phone stolen. You steal my phone. Once again, I'm not a tough guy. I'm not a fighter. I'm going to try and fucking beat the fuck out of you. And if it means I end up stomping on your head, I'm going to stomp on your head. But yeah. And lastly, Marlo with another great quote. quote, There's no black pedophiles. Please find me a black pedophile. To which the whole point is this, that he would rather leave a child he had with a black man than a white man. And I must say, it makes a lot of sense. All right. Last one. and This is the good one. Oink and Boink, episode 69 of Skanks, Skanks, with Louis J. Gomez. I haven't written a rating down for this because I was listening to this just before I fucking started recording this. This so is what we're going to do. I'm going to give it the highest rating I can without giving it a five. So I'm going to give it four and eight knives. Because it's a very good podcast. And can we also not lose the irony that this is a fan cast about a fan cast that does a fan cast on a podcast that I also do a fan cast on? Podception. Do-do-do-do. Uh, what do I write down? Uh, Lewis makes this tolerable to listen to, while also the unable for me to jerk off to. I've said this on the podcast. Skank Skanks is my favorite podcast to watch on mute with my pants around my ankles because those two bitches will fucking get it. Um, Lewis describes us falling out with Gavin McGuinness. It's not. He said it before. It was interesting. Like Lewis in this episode is very normal. He's, a, he's not the Rattlesnake. He's not the Ellis champ. He's just a dude. He's very down to earth. And I actually... That's why I rated it so high. Because it's a really good fucking episode. Um, one of the... Hannah actually at one point makes me laugh. Like I got a case of the giggles listening to this. Um, I then wrote, Yes, Lewis, this is the best episode they've ever had. Because he says this is the best episode they've ever had. Of course he does. Because it's Lewis J. Gomez. And it's not just two girls giggling for an hour and a half. Um, they finished their um, their hottest male comedian bracket. Dan Soda 1. These motherfucking bitches, they fucking chose Big J over fucking Lewis. Now I can understand that if it's Big J and Christina, because they all love their fucking freezums. But I don't know. These bitches, some these these some freaky bitches. Um, Lewis wanted to finish the bit with Mark Norman we talked about a couple of weeks ago with the hottest female bracket but uh, yeah, it, it didn't work out and Legion of Skanks have a policy if one doesn't like it, the other two accept that uh, Lewis proclaims both Hannah and Alex man hands, the queen of skanks and they are no one can deny that you know. Is their podcast great? No. But fuck these girls. Like they did they came up with an idea that I had that you know, they came up with the idea fucking a year and a half ago earlier than I did. You know? And they care about the show. You know. They're just goofy bitches. Um I think it's Hannah. Or is it? No, it's Alex. Alex has got four kids. Yeah, fuck that. I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> well, they both have kids, but like... Jesus Christ. Like... Four kids? Fucking hell. And then the girls go to pee, and then Lewis takes over the show. He Tries to call Big J so we can fucking abuse him for fucking... <laughs> winning that fucking bracket. Well, apparently, both Lewis, uh, fucking Big J, and Dave were supposed to be on this podcast, but only Lewis showed up. Um, he also calls Bobby because the girls informed Lewis that fucking there were audio issues during the Doug Stanhope podcast, which there were, and Lewis calls Bobby repeatedly and then yells at Bobby, and Christine calls in, which I thought was funny. Listen, there's twenty minutes left in this podcast. I I wasn't I didn't have time to finish it. I'm I'm going to go up and finish it now. But it's a very funny podcast. And shout out to those girls. Like their commitment to it. Like I couldn't do a podcast and have four kids. I can barely fucking do a podcast and have no kids and no fucking girlfriend with me. I just have a dog and I can barely do it. These girls they put effort into it. And they actually genuinely fucking care about the podcast. And the subsection of podcasts around it. So Shout out to those girls. I will, you know, they're, fuck it makes me sick even saying it, but they are what I aspire to be. I'm now going to go upstairs and crisp and wild myself and hang myself. But anyway, that concludes this very shorter episode of the podcast. No hour and 40 minute podcast this week. Um, as always, be sure to check out the DUT Friends. How do you become a DUF friend? You follow me on Twitter. Send me a message. If you got something to promote, I will promote it. If you got porn, you got an OnlyFans, I will promote it. You got a YouTube channel, I will promote it. You got a podcast, I will promote it and I will review it. So obviously, of course, our friends at Break the Apocalypse, John Jacob, John Draper, Shaheem, and B. Show Bryan, the alleged Wrestling podcast, Wrestling Soup, the Skanks, Skanks. Like I said, I'll promote your shit. I'll talk about it. The Red River Podcast, New York or NY. The Pond Further Review Podcast, The Juryari Show. And Get in the Corner with Yuck Nasty. And yeah. You want me to talk about your podcast? Follow me on Twitter. You got any fans? I'll fucking promote it. Will I buy it? Of course not. But send me a nudes and I'll, I'll review those. And as always, subscribe and whatever podcasting platform you listen to. Leave a positive or negative review. It helps out the algorithm. Um, Like I said, there's no podcast next week. Enjoy this one for what it is. Well, I don't think it was the worst one we ever did. Go and listen to fucking episode one. Jeez. Um, And as always, let a friend, a family member... Or someone who has a fan a fan cast know about the podcast. Or some bitch who's got four kids. Or someone who works in a massage, <laughs> a fucking rub-and-tug massage therapy place. And as always, I bid you and adieu, goodbye and good night.